What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future opportunities. They partner with local industries and employers, ensuring their programs align to the needs of the community's workforce. Lake Michigan College can help you get to the future you want. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. If you missed any part of the morning show with Johnny and Ken, well, this is where you can catch yourself up. Or if you just want to relive all of those award-winning moments, you can do that with this wonderful podcast. And it's made possible by our friends at Lake Michigan College. Connect to your future. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu. It seems like we uh, we fell asleep last night mm. and just woke up to... Uh, it was like Christmas morning when it comes to news. <laughs> you just had everything under the tree. Yeah, I mean, it just, it, it felt like rain. Yeah. It felt like rain. I mean, and, and thankfully some planes didn't fall. Right. We have to talk about that because I think it was the Pittsburgh Steelers who were on a plane. Oh my gosh. They experienced an issue, but we'll hold that. All but right. Put a pin in that one. Okay, put a pin in that one. Yeah. Uh, it seems like just a, a couple months ago, we yeah. were talking about the uh, the Powerball jackpot being... Over a billion dollars. That's right. Now it's already close to, uh, it's close <laughs> to the point where you say, yeah, I think I'll play. Yeah, I think this is, this is the, this is the level. The Powerball jackpot has climbed to an estimated $835 million mm. because nobody won last night. Well, nobody won the big prize last night. Yeah, it's probably some people still won like a million or something like Three that. Three people in Florida and one person in Oregon matched five numbers to win the one million bucks. How'd you like that? You get five, <laughs> all of them right, you're going down the list, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, got it, got it, got it. What about the pot? Oh, yeah. Didn't get the Powerball. With the latest uh, bit of lottery losing, there have now been 29 consecutive drawings without a jackpot winner. Wow. Only 29 to get back all the way back up to there? Because once they do have somebody win, when it when that person won the one point whatever billion, That's right. it dropped back down to like... 20 million or something. Yeah, it was like something 50 silly. million. It was small. It's yeah. like, why even waste my time Mere buying that pittance. $2 ticket for... Tw- Two million dollars. Well, I mean, it's like a penny on the ground. Would you even stoop down to pick up the twenty million if, yeah. you, if it was a billion the week no. before? No, maybe I would. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> if you put one million dollars on the floor, I'd, I'd be jumping on that thing. But as much as we dream, do recall what are the chances? One in one in two hundred ninety-two point two million million. million. Uh, That's which right. Which is crazy. Yes. They gave a better chance of being struck by lightning. But it's now at $835 million, so we forget all that, and we'll probably go out and buy tickets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's one thing. Another big billion-dollar thing uh, happening here in the state is, um, well, may not be happening. <laughs> it's it's up in the air right now. Ford pumping the brakes a little bit on this uh, battery plant over uh, just a little little east of us over in Marshall. This is weird. This You, you got to think about the timing as we talk about mm-hmm. this story. Because there's a lot of stuff swirling around at the same time that this announcement came out. Ford Motor Company yesterday announced they were halting construction of their $3.5 billion electric vehicle battery plant in Marshall. Um, they said, we're pausing work 
and mm-hmm. we're going to limit spending on construction at Marshall until we're confident about our ability to competitively run the plant. That's what Ford spokesman T.R. Reid told the Detroit hmm. News on Monday. He said a number of considerations were at play in the company's business decision. He wouldn't say whether it was the UAW strike mm-hmm. uh, or other things that were factors in the pause. Hmm. Yeah, UAW President Sean Fain calls the move a shameful, barely-veiled threat by Ford to cut jobs. Because how much work have they already started with that? They've, they've, they've done a bunch. They've cleared the site. Yeah. They've started putting things together to, I don't know if they've actually been putting walls up and everything, I but uh, I see. I think they've done most of the construction planning for at least getting the ground and everything ready. Well, and a ton of political... Oh yeah, and there's all that money that's coming in for it oh, to yeah. uh, to build it because aren't they getting a lot of state funding to make it all uh, some of it happen? Now the pause is effective as of yesterday. Uh, again, Reed, the spokesman for Ford, said we haven't made a final decision about the investment there, which is really weird. Yeah. Uh, the decision was announced, uh, again, this is part of the timing piece, on the eve of President Joe Biden traveling to Michigan to rally UAW striking workers. Um, also, Wednesday, tomorrow, former President Trump will have a town hall-style event in Macomb County to appeal to auto workers. Yeah, I don't see them uh, being able to halt this too much because the state's got to jump in at some point because they've got a lot staked in this whole thing as well. Yeah. It was seen as a huge victory for oh, the yeah. state and for the governor. Yeah, 2,500 jobs, yep. $2.2 billion in incentive, local tax break worth about $700 million, and then getting the land ready for them. And they're making a lot of lot of moves for, for them to make this happen. So. Yeah. And it's not like just, you know, stop building a, a house or a, a project that you're working on on the weekend. This is monumental. Well, and it would also seem that construction workers aren't falling out of the sky right now. Right. You can't find them growing on trees. Yeah, and whatever company is, is building this, I mean, yeah. they've probably got other giant buildings to yeah. build somewhere else across the Maybe nation. Maybe they're waiting for the concrete to cure. Yeah. <laughs> they're just saying, we're pausing work. <laughs> I'm just going to sit and look at it for a little bit, <laughs> see how it goes. Yeah. They can't halt it for too long because then it, the area is not going to be ready. Yeah, you, you could uh, have issues with all kinds of stuff that they put underground and everything. Yeah, winter could totally uh, cause them to have to tear everything up and start over again. Yeah. <sighs> well, anyway, so. Well, we've got that going on uh, <laughs> with the uh, the auto workers strike, which is also still going on. Uh, Trump and Biden both going to be making some stops to uh, to chat with the uh, the strikers. They are uh, high profile visitor today. President Joe Biden. He is scheduled to pay a visit to southeastern Michigan. He'll stand in solidarity with union members. And then Wednesday, former President Donald Trump is scheduled to visit Metro Detroit. Uh, remarks planned in Macomb County uh, in Clinton Township. That's where he'll be Wednesday night. And again, they say it's going to be a town hall style event. Mm. So that that will be interesting. Uh, let's see. Here. Why don't they just do a little debate? Like you know, why don't they just kind of say, "Hey, y- I'll stick around. I'll stick around for <laughs> for another day. Uh, you're you're going to be in town tomorrow. All right. Well, let's uh, let's do a little debate. That would be fun. That would be fun. That's yeah, a good idea. A little town hall uh, town hall battle. I mean, yeah, I mean, the president he's got a schedule. 
So right. I mean, Trump. It doesn't appear he has any court appearances this mm-hmm. week, so he could stay. He could come yeah, the he day could stick early around for another day. Yeah, or something. I'm sure Biden would clear his schedule up a little bit if he if he could have a little bit of a debate battle. <laughs> our U.S. one of our two U.S. senators, Debbie Stabenow, released a statement following, uh, uh, well, in advance of President Biden and former President Trump visiting Michigan. Uh, she said, "This week, Michigan will see a major contrast in presidential leadership." She said, uh, we'll be visited by President Biden, who's a true champion for our workers and the industry that fuels Michigan's economy. He's committed to a future where our workers get the pay and benefits they deserve. Um, And then on Wednesday, former President Trump, this is Debbie Stabenow Mm -hmm. saying this, who turned his back on our auto workers, will visit Michigan. He's lined the pockets of the wealthy and shipped American manufacturing jobs overseas. When times were tough, he said that auto plants should move to lower cost non-union states. Hmm. So, how do you think it's going to go <laughs> with either of them? I mean, they both have different views on this whole thing. Yeah. I mean, if you're Sean Fain and or any of the other uh, people that are probably going to be in the room in these conversations, how do you think either one of those is going to go? I don't know, honestly. I mean, the, the demands I think both be a little bit hostile. Yeah, I mean, you think you think the typical, I don't know if it's stereotypical, but the stereotypical auto worker is, is I mean, no beans about it. Yeah. They just, they, they call it as they see it. Mm-hmm. And um, they're not really beholden to any political power other than that which will help them in their bargaining. Right. And so, you know, Trump is a wild card. We know where Biden stands. Uh, but Trump apparently thinks he has some, some good sympathy built. With the with the unions, yeah, he's been there before. These individual auto workers don't care about the big picture stuff. They no. care about the uh, the end the of the uh, yeah the wallet picture. What yeah. what my paycheck's going to be like at the end of the week? Yeah, um, and how long you know all the benefits and all the things that they're trying to get that what they're fighting for. So yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see how that ends up going. Um, speaking of a debate, uh, yeah. there's a governor versus governor debate. <laughs> What's going on with that, and why is that happening? This was shocking. This was shocking. Again, as we talked about, we woke up this morning, tons of news just raining down everywhere. This came in yesterday afternoon. Republican presidential candidate, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, who's been failing in the polls in in recent months, uh, and California Governor Gavin Newsom, who's always talked about as a Mm -hmm. potential Democrat nomination presidential contender, if only the president weren't running for re-election. Yeah, I think if he wasn't going to run, that that he had a good shot at uh, at least getting one of the top fives. Yeah, they have agreed. Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom have agreed to participate in a televised debate in November that will be moderated by Fox News host Sean Hannity. This is incredibly surprising. Mm. I would expect if I'm Gavin Newsom and I agreed to this debate, I'm going to get a call like two minutes later from somebody on the president's staff or the the campaign committee saying, Mm -hmm. what in the world are you thinking? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was thinking the same thing because this... It's a kind of unprecedented to have uh, a governor, governor versus governor debate of any kind. Right. But one being a presidential candidate and then one being one that's been talked about as a presidential candidate. It kind of seems like he's kind of going behind the back and he's like, well, if I get the press, a lot of people are going to be talking about me as the possible person that should be running instead of you. Or it could, and, and it could be incredibly smart by the Democratic uh, National Committee who says... You know, we we got to hedge our bet here. Mm. We got to get somebody out there in case the president 
decides he's not going to, or just it's it's decided for him that he can't run for re-election. So looking at backup options, looking here. at backup okay. options, we've got to in order to get the people aware of who this Gavin Newsom guy is, we've got to put him on the national stage. Or and, is it a distraction? From everything else that's going on. Well, I think it's that all too. the doubt for for people with <laughs> with with Biden. It he's could, older. It could be that. It could be that as well. Hmm. And and you think about it. If the president bows out, if if Joe Biden says, "Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm too old to run." Yeah, my New Year's resolution is uh, <laughs> I've decided not to run for president. And then the next you know nine months, ten months. So then, where does it go? Does it become an open field, or is it automatically given to Kamala Harris? Or does Gavin Newsom come in and say, hey, you know, I've got some popularity here. Yeah, I'd have to look back in history of the the one-term presidents that yeah. are still alive that decide to not run again what what the procedure is. So, Oh, well, I mean, for, for, for running, I mean, Kamala Harris could say, hey, I've been waiting in the yeah. wings. This is mine to run for. It would be an open field. Yeah, they go to open field, right? Yeah. They don't, oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I figured. Yeah, there's no royalty here. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's no succession plan where they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're the uh, you're the next one up. No, they're like, no, we, we regroup here. But I also think it's it's an easy way to hedge your bet because Gavin Newsom is going to say, hey, I'm going to do this debate. It's going to be out in November, going to get a lot of press, a lot of press, a lot of press. Mm-hmm. And then, the, you know, then they'll say, nah, I'm going to let the president keep the spotlight. All right. We'll, we'll see. That'll be an interesting thing to see. That's coming up in November? November. Right. Yeah, 90 minutes. What they're saying is the debate will air on Fox News during Hannity's program, 9 o'clock at night, uh, Eastern Time. It'll take place November 30th, according to the network anyway. Yeah. It'll be 90 minutes and take place at a location that's yet to be determined, but it will be in the state of Georgia. Oh. They even got a state picked out. Yet to be determined. I like that. <laughs> Just go to some random place somewhere. It's like a bar. It's wedding season, so they're looking for a venue. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's nice this time of year down right, there. Right, Uh Yeah, because there's another debate, the the Republican debate. That's, That's tomorrow night. tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah, jeez. Trump will not be there. He'll be here in Michigan. All right. We are going to talk about sports ball. You want to hit the sports I'm ball Which I'm honestly first? surprised. That yeah. you you brought this up and you said, <laughs> hey, you know what we should talk about? We should talk about football. Yeah. Which I was like, are you the same Ken Lundberg? <laughs> to be clear, I didn't say let's talk about sports ball. I said let's talk about the Pittsburgh what happened Steelers. To them yeah. And what happened to them. Because there was after, a news event after off the, game? the field. Off the field. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was after, the, after they beat Las Vegas. Because they, they played... Kansas City? I don't know. Yeah, they, they think they somebody. played They played Sunday night against Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers had a charter flight home following their game Sunday night. Uh, they beat um, whatever team they were playing, mm-hmm. and they had to make an emergency landing in Kansas City. Did you Jeez. see this? No, yeah. I didn't see this. Uh, this team, is scary. Team spokesman Burt Lawton posted on X that everyone on the plane was safe, after they had to make an emergency landing, and they do, they did plan to arrive back in Pittsburgh later mm-hmm. that same day. That was yesterday, uh, Monday rather. Uh, KDKA TV had a pair of journalists on the team plane, and they reported the plane had to land in Kansas City just before five a.m. because the uh, the plane was apparently dealing with an oil pressure failure. Oh man! In one of the engines. That's not good. Yeah, the team was supposed to arrive in Pittsburgh around 5.30 a.m. after beating the Raiders, um, but they had to make that emergency landing. Everyone's fine. Don't know why the the plane had that issue, but um, there you go. Would you want to go on the plane 
for the rest of the season after something like that happened? After they fixed it? Yeah. I mean, two, two schools of thought. Number one is, um, what what caused the oil pressure? Was sure. it just deterioration? Is it so old? Is it so rickety that other stuff might might fall apart? Or the second school of thought would be, eh, statistically speaking, it happened once. Yeah, mm. not going to happen again, right? Mm. Knock on wood. Yeah, I don't know. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, and I guess with an oil pressure leak, it's not going to be something that's going to be like they're going to just drop out of the sky. Like it's not going to be like a big drop and then freak you out. The 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 masks come out and all those different yeah. things. Yeah, it wouldn't be really a traumatic experience. It's just like a oh, oil pressure's low. We should probably land here. And I mean, they weren't off the ground for very long. I mean, leaving from Las Vegas to have to stop in Kansas City. It's I mean, not that's, too far. That's a few hours. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's um, man. Yeah. That'd be tough. Anytime you have to make an emergency landing, not a good thing. Right. Uh, a good thing. So hopefully uh, that doesn't traumatize them too much. Um, they, do they win on, on, on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, they won. So yeah. they're like, hey, we're celebrating. This is great. <laughs> hey, guys, we've got to stop in Kansas City. Maybe they were jumping on the plane too much. They were jumping around and yeah, oil, probably pressure, they, oil pressure got cramped or something. Yeah, a lot of big guys on that team, too. So <laughs> that's a lot of weight. <laughs> And they probably don't have to. They probably don't have to have one bag. They probably don't have to have like one carry on, like how we do when we fly on planes. We're like, <laughs> oh yeah, there's too much weight. We got We can't have that bag. It's like you got 300 pound linemen that are on this plane. The coach gave the team the day off on Monday. The rest of the day they were fine. Nothing, they always nothing. get the day off on Monday. <laughs> hey guys, don't worry about coming on Monday. We weren't going to come in on anyway. We always get Mondays off. Then they have to fly back to Houston uh, Saturday, Saturday or Sunday, yeah. October 1st. They have to fly back. At that point, they might as well just stay. Yeah, they should have stayed. They just pop right down to Houston. Got a good. bus or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, would have been good. Got the bus to get the bus for them. Yeah. You know, he's, he's a former Pittsburgh Steeler. <laughs> uh, other things going on. Uh, we know the writer's strike. That one's wrap, getting close to being wrapped up. Uh, there's almost mm-hmm. a deal between uh, the Writers Guild and the major studios. Uh, Now, they can't return to work just yet, uh, but their picketing has been suspended and two big votes have to be passed first. Meanwhile, SAG-AFTRA authorized a strike against the video game industry. See, now this is getting serious. Yeah. Now I'm paying attention because if the video game actors strike, what's that going to do to the video games? You may not be uh, seeing that video game that you've been waiting for. Uh, the, yeah, anytime there's any celebrity voices or any characters that are uh, being depicted on the screen as well as in the video game. Uh, but their issue, too, is pretty much the same kind of thing. Wages and artificial intelligence that they're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah, so. they will. Con- the union for the video game actors uh, begin contract talks with gaming companies today. All right. Yeah. Why, do, why can't they synchronize these strikes? Why can't they just bring everything to the table at once? Yeah, just be like, you know what? I'm going on strike. Oh, who are you going on strike against? Everybody. <laughs> all of them. Who do you, uh, no, you just don't want to do one at a time? Uh, no, just it, all of it. Let's are, take care of all of it right now. What about the trash and the grocery store people? Are they, are they next? Who's going to strike next? Hmm. We got auto workers. Yeah. We got actors. UPS, they got a new contract, so they're okay. Yeah. There any like big restaurant industry? There's there's been there's been strikes between some of the companies that have 
Uh, like Starbucks, I think they went on strike truckers, at one point. Truckers, truckers could strike if they want to. Oh man, if truckers go on strike, jeez. Yeah. What about railroad people? Are they unionized? <sighs> yeah, maybe. Mm. Is it like boat boat yeah, people? Yeah, boat people. Yeah, dock workers. Yeah. Dock workers union. That could be a big one. That would be a big one too. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then you have stuff hanging out in the ships. Yeah, it's just sitting out there. Yeah, but none of that's happening yet. We're going to talk about flowers and sunshine. Yeah, flowers and sunshine coming up. <laughs> You may have been looking up in the sky uh, and realizing, man, that moon is really bright. So pretty. What is going on? It was uh, it was very bright last night. Yes. Let the dog out. And I was like, man, I, I don't even need a flashlight or anything like that. I can see everything. Um, but we're soon, we've had, what have we had? We've had the sturgeon moon. Yep. We've had the, the blue moon. The blue moon. The super blue moon. And then now we have, which is my favorite of the moons. The Neapolitan moon. We did have a Neapolitan moon, didn't, didn't we? I don't know. Yeah, it was like three colors. <laughs> and I only wanted strawberry, the, chocolate, and vanilla. And you and wanted I, I only wanted the strawberry. <laughs> but that's hard to get to. You can't have just the strawberry. I used to just do the strawberry <laughs> and my brothers used to hate it because oh, all bet. of a sudden the box just had the vanilla and the chocolate. I'm like, what? Yeah. I just wanted the I just wanted the strawberry. It's no longer Neapolitan then. Yeah. But we have a, a waxing gibbous right now. And that is soon to be waxing into. Can you take something for that? Yeah, <laughs> to get rid of that. Yeah, if you, yeah, you haven't seen those commercials. If you, you have uh, side effects may include a waxing gibbous. Uh, it is waxing into a harvest moon, which is my favorite of the moons. That will be yeah. coming up here. What Friday? 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 Yep, nice. Friday, September twenty nine. Harvest moon will be joined in the sky by our solar system's two largest planets, Jupiter and Saturn, and. It's smallest planet, Mercury. Smallest planet. Nice. Yeah, September's full moon, known as the Harvest Moon, rises Friday, September 29th. Uh, this one is a special one. It's the fourth successive supermoon of 2023, and it's also the final supermoon of the year, mm. marking the end of a very supermoon summer. Okay. Yeah. Supermoon summer, not to be confused with hot girl summer. <laughs> Right. I don't Different. know what that is. Okay. I'll explain it. <laughs> okay. Ki- the kids know. The okay. kids know what All I'm right. talking about. All Just right. ask your kids what that is. <laughs> uh does the moon does the moon affect your sleep? Um Because I, I know Jocelyn, she's very in tune with the moon. Oh. And she'll do like the full full moon bath. Really? You never done a full moon bath? I do not know what this is. On the night of a full moon, you're supposed to take a bath. Really? And that's supposed to I don't know what it's supposed to do, but it's supposed to be cool and good for you huh so take a full moon bath okay um on this full moon see i always just hide in the cave during full moon so that i don't go out and you know do werewolf things yeah right that's exactly. what i do <laughs> no speaking of kids these days right. uh, i don't know if you saw this uh at, on tiktok uh some influencers uh said that they have a key to a happier marriage and it's the Scandinavian sleep method. Huh. Uh, all it is is two blankets instead of one. Oh. Okay. And so instead of one full king or queen comforter, you have two twins and sleep experts say that uh, it helps couples who sleep at different body temperatures oh. and cut down cuts down on the blankets. I thought you said two blankets, and I was thinking gravity blanket, like additional weight. Oh, but like you're the saying weighted two blanket. Separate. No, it's two separate. Two separate, so that when when the partner moves, mm-hmm. you don't get disturbed. 
Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And you don't steal it from the other person. And if you, you know. Why is that Scandinavian? I don't know. Okay. Scandinavians, they know what they're doing, I, I guess. Mean, they pack fish like sardines. Maybe that's it. That's possible. Okay. I like the idea of the two blanket things because I get I get colder to certain temp certain times of the year. Like yeah. I'll get I'll get hotter in the summer and colder in the winter than besides uh, besides Jocelyn. She'll like it'll fluctuate. It, Her temperature's different. Where's Plinko? Plinko's right in the middle. He's on the bed? Yeah, he's okay. in the middle. If you have two blankets though, where does he go? Does he get lost in the middle? You know, I don't know because he's been like close to me lately. Okay. And then some days he'll go to hit, go to Jocelyn. So yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, That's interesting. Some, and I like the two blanket idea because sometimes what ends up happening is uh, she'll roll over and then I'll roll over and then it creates this sort of like trampoline <laughs> and Plinko will be in the middle and I'll just violently flip over and all of a sudden he just goes Phew, right That's in the great. Air. That bounces great. back, and he's just he gets really grumpy. And I wonder why he's grumpy the next day. Yeah. Uh, other things going on in the news. Uh, you showed me a headline <laughs> that uh, I think is pretty big because uh, this is always this is one thing that's been in question for but since the legalization of marijuana in some of the states in the United States is that all right, okay, that's fine. But what about when it comes to jobs? Because certain jobs can say, all right, you still have to take a drug test and marijuana is still on the list. But big headline coming from uh, government jobs. October is just around the corner, happens on Sunday, marks the end of drug tests probing for marijuana Hmm. use uh, among some of the government's tens of thousands of employees. So this is state of Michigan workers. They, they many tens of thousands will no longer be tested for marijuana as a condition of employment. Wow! Yeah, this follows a, a summertime vote uh, by members of the Michigan Civil Service Commission who unanimously agreed to remove marijuana from the pre-employment drug testing protocol. Um, and the state policy kicks in at the beginning of the month. Employees who work in law enforcement. Those whose jobs are dependent upon operating vehicles, those who provide health care, or those who work with prisoners still subject to the cannabis testing Okay, before being hired. So if you're in one of those things where, you know, you're operating heavy mm-hmm, equipment mm-hmm. or you've got some, some bad people around you or you're supposed to arrest people, no marijuana. But everyone else, it seems like the uh, marijuana test is going away. Now, would they still... Uh, it's not for 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 employment hiring, but if you know if they suspect, hey, you might you, you can't just go. Don't to, do it on yeah. the job. You know, can't just go to at? work. Yeah, you can't just go to work and <laughs> do be like, not think you can go to work high. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not a thing. And yeah. if they and I'm sure they could be like, hey, we suspect that we're going to give you. Yeah, a drug you show test. up loud, they're going to get you. Right. So, but that's interesting. Since October first, October one. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, any job openings in the government? <laughs> oh, dear. Hey, man. Uh, all right. Well, that's uh, that's good news. And, uh, and even those who, who were barred from employment previously because mm-hmm. they tested positive for marijuana, they get another shot at it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is some big news. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I, I accidentally cut you off of your, uh, your news <laughs> items, but it's fine because... You know, we we need to talk more in depth with uh, this last news item that's uh, that's on the list of things, and that is uh, some helicopters. Well, yeah, I mean, a couple things on the helicopters. So 
we we saw this weekend a lot of we heard saw and heard a lot of activity mm-hmm. in the skies over Benton Harbor St. Joe area and there were um a lot of there was a lot of speculation, especially on the social medias of why are these helicopters buzzing? Aren't they? And you know, confusion too. Confusion over what was going on is like, is it is it the hospital? Is it police? Is it the power company? Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw the power company. So, so to straighten things out, here's what happened over the weekend. Over the weekend, Michigan State Police aerial support was here to support a concerted uh, set of actions that was happening in the Benton Harbor area. Okay. And when they bring in aerial support, they do it because oftentimes if they know that they're going to go after uh, suspects, mm-hmm. they sometimes run. Sure. And if they have the ability to have not only that uh, the ground view, but the aerial view yep. to help find the suspects, they can catch them before they do harm to themselves or others or just sure. get away. And in fact, it turned out that that was very successful this mm-hmm. last weekend. So this last weekend, the helicopters you heard, a lot of them were the Michigan State Police doing some enforcement actions gotcha. successfully. And they said they'll do that again, just not every weekend, thank goodness. Also, the Michigan State Police uh, spokesperson said, as an aside, you know, we should probably do a better job of uh, communicating that to you guys after we do it. I mean, they Yeah, the they- after the fact, <laughs> they're not going to be like... Hey, everybody, <laughs> we're going to put the helicopters in the air now. Everyone scatter. Yeah. Yeah. No, so it's not that. They decided that uh, maybe they need to tell us sooner afterwards so we don't keep fielding calls about what was that. Right. But the other thing, there is some truth to what the other speculation was about the uh, power lines being inspected uh, by the power company, mm-hmm. uh, uh, power line maintainer, whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, ITC was supposed to be here this week flying their helicopters at low altitudes to look at the high transmission power lines to make sure they're in good shape. They haven't been hit by lightning recently or that there's not vegetation growing over them. They just, they do it twice a year to keep them maintained. Okay. That they were supposed to do it this week. They can't. They didn't, or they don't want to, because as you can see, the weather is changing. So that's not good weather mm-hmm. for the three people in the helicopter who are flying, navigating, and taking a look at the, right. the power lines to see that yeah, they're good. Yeah, how do they do that? Do they just use like a telescope thing or do they have like a bunch of cameras on the thing like kind of like the Google car? Here's what I'm told. I, I asked a similar question. I said, all right, how many people are in there and doing it and what are they doing? Yeah. And, and he said, well, there's a pilot and then there's a guy on the computer basically putting in the coordinates mm-hmm. uh, to make sure they're checking all the stuff they should be checking and that they're marking the coordinates of where they might need to send a maintenance crew sure. if something's wrong. And then there's a third guy doing the visual inspection right so so i think that i think they're probably in there with probably some great binoculars yeah yeah it's it's a little easier to uh to mark that stuff with coordinates than uh have somebody hang out of the helicopter and (laughs) spray paint it like they do with the trees that need to be cut down which is what i asked could i could i ride along with one of these things Mm -hmm. and hang outside of the helicopter and help you mark the power lines exactly need uh they said no. Maintenance. They said no. I wonder why. I also asked the Michigan State Police if I could ride along with them. In they, the helicopter? In the helicopter. They said they'd get back to me. So at least it wasn't a no. Oh, that's good. At least it wasn't a no. Come on, so, Dwayne. <laughs> so the ITC will be inspecting the, the power lines next week in Berrien and Cass counties. So you may see some low-flying helicopters next week. They only do it do it during daylight hours. So in the middle of the night, if you hear helicopters, that's not the electric company. That's okay. something else. Okay. Are they clearly marked or is there certain 
designated area that these transmission lines? Uh, I don't think that they're clearly marked. They just look okay. like your typical helicopter. They don't look like the the emergency helicopters. Sure, so sure. Yeah, that. I saw the um, the Coast Guard mm. helicopter fly over. That was part of the flyover for the big house. Oh, okay. The orange one? Yeah, nice. and it was cool because, yeah. you know, you don't even realize uh, when you're in the big house, when you get in there... <laughs> <laughs> that it's dug down into the ground. Yeah. It's not a stadium that's built up. Yeah, oh. some of it's built up, but okay. the, a large portion of that stadium is under, dug Grade. out in a bowl, under huh. grade. So, uh, didn't yeah, know that. You're, you're going in there, and then that flyover, man, that thing is right up on oh, top of you. that's cool. It was pretty neat. We were like, whoa, <laughs> is that part of the flyover? It was after the national anthem. We were like, okay. Very or are they nice. just trying to go to the hospital here real quick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, that was really cool. Very nice. Uh, other things in the news, few items uh, to get to. One yeah. thing we didn't mention is uh, Costco. Uh, Costco has a recall on some mattresses. So if you were buying a new mattress from Costco, apparently uh, the the uh, there's a few of them, forty eight thousand of them to be exact. Whoa. Uh, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission said, mm, we're going to recall those mattresses due to a risk of mold exposure. Ew. Yeah. Yuck. So these uh, Novaform Comfort Grande <laughs> uh, apparently has a grande amount of mold. 14-inch mm. and Novaform Dream Away 8-inch mattresses, which were sold exclusively at Costco, uh, in the northwest United States and in San Francisco Bay Area from uh, January through uh, June. How do you Ma- get mold in a mattress? I'm not really sure. I mean, they're foam, so they can they can absorb moisture. Oh, but I see what they said here. What? Mold might have grown in the mattresses due to exposure to water during manufacturing. Yeah. It's like um, a sponge. It's like a sponge until they cover it up with all the stuff that they need to cover up. Oh, I mean, you'd think they'd figure that one out. You'd think so. Yeah. Well, that's Do you have any of those? Because I've got the mattress that's like the mattress in the box. It's just a big, giant piece of foam. Do you? Have oh, I have, of- I have had one of those before. Yeah. Yes. Those, I mean, are, those are magical. They're great. Yeah. They're magical when you put them in. Yeah. But they are not magical when you try to move them. <laughs> Why they, especially the foam ones, yeah. like the one I have, maybe there's other products that have them, but... Why they didn't put handles on the thing? Oh, there yeah. is no handles on my foam mattress. <laughs> so moving that thing is the most awkward, ridiculous thing. It's like, man. Can't you just put it in a trash bag and then get the vacuum cleaner and like shrink it back you down? You know, I think I could probably do that, but I feel like that would be a, a very Herculean task <laughs> to try and muscle that thing into a, a bag. That used to be how I stored winter sweaters. Because yeah. they take up so much bulk and oh, so much yeah. space, you just put them in a trash bag. When the you know the mm-hmm. hefties, yeah. the the strong ones, just use a vacuum cleaner and then they just go zoom right down. Nice, yeah, and just put them under the bed. I just put them in a giant Ziploc bag and I just go <laughs> <laughs> try to suck all the air out, inhaling all that wool. Uh, what else we got? Anything else that's floating around here? Uh, I see your voicemails. Oh yeah, uh, apparently. Voicemails are out. A phone etiquette expert says that voicemails are old news. Okay. Uh, most people read what's transcribed, um, which I think I have that on my phone now. I oh, didn't yeah. have that before, oh. the, the transcription thing. Okay. But I think an update made it to where it did. Um, 
but a text or send an email instead. Really an email? Hmm. You should also text somebody before you call them to make sure they're free to talk. What? No, 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 no. I do that. Really? I do that sometimes. If I'm going to call somebody, I will yeah. I will send up a quick text like you got a minute. Uh, um and if they don't respond then I do end up calling. That's I mean to me that's almost more than more than enough because if I say, "Hey, do you mind if I ask you a question?" I've already asked you the question. I've already interrupted You've already you. asked one question, yeah. so you only get one. Exactly. So, I don't know about the text before the call. Um, they say don't move, move around when you use FaceTime as well. That's another phone etiquette. No, no. Uh, it could get disorienting. And emotional issues should be uh, a call, not a text. So, don't break up with your girlfriend over a text. Then block her number. Don't do that. Huh. Um, I, I've noticed that a lot of people, and they said that this is another thing that kids these days, or yeah. the younger generation, <laughs> when it comes to phone calls, instead of having a regular old phone call, yeah, like they don't like phone calls. Hmm. They That's pre- true. prefer a text. But what's weird is that they they are they are okay with the FaceTime. They're oh. okay with the video call, but okay. not the regular call, which I find that strange. Yeah, like you don't want to talk to me on the phone. But if you see me face-to-face on the FaceTime or the video call, you're fine with that? Hmm. I don't know. How, you, how do your kids, when you when you want to talk to them? I'm, I'm coming around to the understanding that they don't appreciate the phone as much uh-huh. as they appreciate texts, uh, Instagrams, uh, FaceTime. Yeah, they do appreciate that from time. But, but don't they understand our generation that grew up on phones? Yeah. It's like, just talk to me. Let's just talk. Well, you guys had the wind-up phone. We had the wind-up phone. And you had to say, can you get me uh, Brownstone 242? Brownstone 242, please. Yeah. Operator, operator, <laughs> this is Ken Lundberg. But I do I do enjoy when you have the FaceTime going, snapping pictures of my kids. That's fun. Yeah. And they don't like it. That is fun. I like that. When, <laughs> I like that even, too, with my like nieces and nephews and some that I haven't seen in a while. And they, they make silly faces or they're happy. And I'm like, this is the only time I'm going to see you happy because you're always crying all the time. No, that's good. Um, yeah. yeah but, so uh, but I do agree. You know, leaving voicemails anymore, it's like, ugh. It's kind of a pain. I had so many, because uh, I get, you know, phone, anytime this radio station goes off the air, right. I, I get phone calls yeah. and it's a robot. Yikes. And sometimes it goes straight to voicemail. <laughs> uh, yesterday I had to delete 10 voicemails. Oh no. Because my box, my box was getting full. Oh dear. I had to delete a bunch and it was like, I, yeah, just all these robo calls. <laughs> Were you just ignoring it? No, I would, I would. <laughs> I would go and fix it before uh, I got to answer the phone, and it just keeps calling you and calling you. <laughs> I, I will say, it's annoying when it happens, but it's I'm very grateful that we have that system in place. So Terry Green, our engineer, who's probably not listening to this fine award-winning <laughs> program, he's listening to somebody else, um, he does a fantastic job of making sure that those little things are taken care of. Yeah. But, yeah, it is annoying when I get that phone call. I'm like, oh, who's calling me late at night? Oh, great. Maybe I should start naming when the radio station calls me. I should put a name on it instead yeah. of just, like, WSJM. I should just change the name. Hal. Hal? Yeah, you should call it Hal. Why Hal? Uh, space Odyssey. 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, yeah. That was the name of the computer that took over the space station. Never seen it. Really? Never seen it. you never seen 2001 A Space Odyssey? Mm-mm. It's a classic. 
I will have to put that on my watch list. My watch list is, uh, what's the AFI has a list of 100 movies, 100 yeah. classic movies, and it changes from year to year. Um, but if, you ever, if you're ever looking for something to watch, start with those mm-hmm. because they're classics. Somebody thought they were really good. Maybe more than one person. Yeah, and and so it's it's a fun list. It's, I mean, for especially if I'm way down the rabbit hole with horror movies, I'm like, okay, I'm going to cleanse my palate here. I'm going to go to the AFI, find a non-horror movie because there are horror movies on yeah. there too, uh, and watch that. The Space Odyssey, uh, Stanley Kubrick movie. Okay, it's fun. I like Kubrick. Yeah, and and you when you watch it. You think about the year it was made and released, and you're mm-hmm. like, why couldn't they make good movies between then and now? I will say that the movies back in the day, yeah. some of the special effects and some of the just design of things, yeah. way better than now, because now they're just doing all that CGI stuff. And it's I'm like, goofy. It that's a cop-out, man. Yeah. Like, that's too easy. Like, yeah. You know, and, and to imagine being in a movie as an actor. Yeah for that or even just a you know a set designer like set designers don't have to do actual set buildings because they're just like yeah just build this uh, structure and just paint it green just paint it green we're gonna add that later we're gonna add that later on it's annoying talk to a person um you know who's three feet tall and that'll be added later we'll yeah. just put an animated figure in we're there. just gonna put a stick yeah with a with a talk head to on the it. stick yeah yeah it's weird it is weird <laughs> Well, I'll no. definitely put that on my list. And right. you said it's the AFI top 100. I think I have a list of 100 movies that in my in my office that's yeah. like ones I need to go go to. I've yeah. seen most of them, especially but. if the actor strike continues. That might be a good go to. Yeah, we were talking about that the other day. That it would feel like uh, the actor strike. What's going to happen is that with television, they're going to just bring back a bunch of other shows, and not not like bring back and reboot shows, which yeah. they're also talking about that. I just see that. There's talks of an office reboot, um, like the office, the office, really, the American version oh. of the office, possible reboot in some way, with I don't know, maybe some of the big actors, because I know John Krasinski just wrapped <laughs> up uh, another big show, and so did uh, Steve Carell, so we could see another uh, office. I don't know. I mean, I could see Steve Carell looking for that, but John Krasinski, I mean, he's 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 been doing the other acting. You Jack, love him in the Jack Ryan. He finished Jack Ryan, but he's done with that show now. And he's done he's done movies, mm-hmm. the scary movies. Yep. And so he's really kind of gotten away from the typecasting. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd want to go back. Yeah, we'll see. I could see a reunion, yeah. like a reunion episode, maybe a reunion three-part series, but not a full season. I don't think they need to do that. How about a movie? Let's do a feature-like movie. I think a movie office. would be nice. That'd be fun. Yeah. I would watch that. Yeah. Because, right. I mean, you think about Paper Company, now they're in the digital world. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And then all that stuff that happened towards the end. So if you have to want to rewatch that show, we've been rewatching The Office because there's uh, like season... First couple seasons, we didn't didn't give it enough time. Are you watching the super episodes? Yeah, on Peacock. Yeah, the super fan episodes. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah, yeah. Been watching a lot of that and just going through like season two and season three and some of those those first ones to just check that all out again. Mm. And it's different, man. It's it's different to get it and take a second (laughs) look at it. I guarantee you when uh, you know how it ends. Yeah, and you'll you'll notice some things (laughs) that you didn't notice before.